Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Well, well, well. <gasps> Hello? Hold my crown and be very careful. It's the only one. <clears throat> well, well, well. Did you really think you could escape? Escape? No, no, no. You see, I was just coming Despite to tell you. Despite your elaborate disguise, the computer recognized you as the Fugitive Boo. <gasps> you has made your mistake. Yeah, but I... And many mistakes before that. Wait, I many, have not... Many, 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 many... Actually, I have... Many mistakes before that. So, I still has to erase you. Why? You cannot guarantee you would not make a mistake again. But I would not. But you might. But I would not. But you might. But I would not. Oh, we could go round and round. Let's do it again. But I would not. But you might. But I would not. I love this. But I would not. Ah! Hi, everyone, and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we discuss the movie that asks the question, is Rob really an alien recon agent from the planet Boov scoping out our planet for eventual evasion? Starring Rihanna, J-Lo, and Badger from Breaking Bad, it's 2015's Home. But first, he's the cat who loves belly rubs to my teenager who wrecks the car, and he lost a bet and was forced to come on the show to class up the joint. It's Stargate Pioneer. How you doing, SP? Oh, I'm just great. I'm just wondering who actually picked this little gem to put on your <laughs> list. I need to know that. <laughs> uh, that's that's actually a good question, and I could answer that Jason. question for you. Um, what? It was Jason. What are you talking about? Well, it's got your my name. name next to it, yeah. So You picked it. Yeah, so I guess I put it on the list. Uh, we have to have words after the podcast on what constitutes... Stuff that you put on the list for sci-fi. It is classified sci-fi. It is animated sci-fi, but it is classified sci-fi. So we can't we can't uh, do should, all good movies all the time. It should be classified uh, something along the lines of hallucinogenics and <laughs> um, just something. It is just yeah. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> And he's the eight-legged garden gnome who replies to every email with the reply all button. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. You guys want to come to my party? No. I love the scene in the movie where people were, the booth were going around the table and hiding behind the chairs. That's (laughs) how I would be if I was ever invited to a Rob party. That's how we all are. That's that's you're missing out. My parties are awesome. Mm, I I question that. All right, so James is gone this week around CBC. We've got a couple of new shows out. Of course, we've got the uh, new show uh, "Stay Wild Trauma Child." Uh, they discuss some uh, traumatic events that's happened in their lives. Uh, talk about that and kind of uh, how they adjusted and uh, dealt with the the trauma in their lives. So definitely check that out. That's new on CBC. And just this past week, we have released a new show called Smoking and Drinking in Capes. It's the sister show to this show, hosted by Rob, because he's got incriminating evidence on both James and I. 
So we were we were forced to give him a show, but it deals with all these superhero movies that they've bitched about not being on this show for the last couple of years. Rob, you want to talk about that? No. Okay. Really. Perfect. Go go watch it. Listen to it. Yeah, or watch it. Well, However you get your pod car on like podcasts. <laughs> How are they gonna watch it? Oh, you're such a doorknob. Do you have any news for us this don't. week? Uh, yeah, I've got some news. Um, do you want me to just like read the entire article? Um, it'll kill some time, and the more time I read, the less time we have to talk about. Um, Nobody wants to hear you read an I article. I don't shit. know what's worse at this point. I, I know. I know. That's why I threw it up there. Show of hands. We can we can take a vote. So you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, especially since you don't know how to read. Oh. Oh, I picked articles that have lots of pictures. Great. Awesome. Pictures. Uh, one uh, thousand right. words. Yeah. So uh, first thing I've got is NASA's Parker Solar Probe um, discovered some radio signals in Venus's atmosphere. Uh, so basically, uh, aliens. Um, Did aliens you catch the part? Venus. In the article where they said it was natural no, radio waves. No, see, I, no, no, I skipped over that part right there <laughs> that said you natural did. And, and substituted alien radio waves. It's not how this works. That, no, it's not how it any is. of this works. Look, look S- SP, um, I know you're new to this. Um, normally, James and I are on the alien bandwagon. So you need to be on the alien bandwagon. You know, it, I'm a it, rocket scientist. It but it irritates Jason so much and makes for great podcast material. Well, it doesn't so irritate or- me. It just, it, it makes me <laughs> sad. It doesn't make you sad. I'm a rocket scientist and I like aliens. You know, yeah. that's kind of the key behind being a rocket scientist. You right. want to go out and you want to find aliens, but I'm also, there's a science part of it. Rocket yeah. science. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, so so this uh, this probe, um, the uh, Parker Solar Probe, uh, it's been slingshotting around Venus um, every every so often to get itself closer and closer to the sun, uh, to um, to basically to to learn more about our our sun. Um, and this past time, it went through the ionosphere and picked up some naturally occurring radio waves. Um, and it's got uh, the scientists all giddy because uh, it's giving them a, uh, I guess, a peek into what makes Venus tick a little bit more. So was it like classic date. rock that it picked up or? Uh, you know, I think it's, Pop 40? Uh, I think, no, I think it was slow jam. Slow jam. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. They're going to be uh, something a little peppier from the sun. Well, you know, girls are from Venus. So it's probably something nice and uh, soothing uh, for when they're taking their baths, right? I don't understand that reference. What do you got? What else you got? Okay, Uh, we'll move on. Um, So I really wish James was here today um, because James's favorite actress, Brie Larson, (laughs) is making waves again. Uh, so is she making waves in the bathtub as she's uh, listening know, to this music? Jam. Yeah, from yeah. Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she is uh, apparently wanting Captain Marvel to be the strongest Avenger again. Uh, 
you know, way back Again? when I said, yeah, well, way back when, um, you know, Feige said, hey, uh, Captain Marvel is going to be the strongest Avenger. Um, and then, you know, they backpedaled a little bit, uh, a little bit later on. And now it's apparently Wanda. Uh, Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Well, look, I mean, you pit them both against you. We talked about this on my podcast, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. You pit them both against each other, and it's a crapshoot who wins and who doesn't win. I chose Captain Marvel just because Brie Larson's my favorite out of them all. But, hey, they're both powerful. They're both uber powerful. And I can't say one is more powerful than the other. And if they ever get together and team up, then, well, I, I pity the fool that they go against. Yeah, I'm gonna have to so give. She, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to say Brie Larson wins this one just because she's more familiar with her powers than Wanda is at this point. I think if Wanda were better, right now she's she's studying. Well, yeah, I, I think if, I think if Wanda were more familiar with her powers and had mastery over her powers, she might have the edge. Okay, yeah, because you know she could bu- just bubble Wanda or bubble Brie up and, uh, you know contain all that power i guess wanda was in the wandavision show not to spoil anything but there was another superhero in there that was able to outdo her powers uh you talking about uh pulsar yeah or photon you know whatever you want to call her yeah photon yeah Um, and was just because she was so distracted did they did they show that she was well i guess she was able to get through the barrier correct um yeah so i guess that is out technically outdoing her powers. But, you know, at that point, you know, Wanda still didn't know what she was doing. So, so you're maybe, feeding into Jason. You're agreeing with Jason. Just want to let you know that, which I, I was too, by the way. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, I would like to think that Wanda is uh, stronger than Brie um, or than Captain Marvel, uh, just because you've got that magic element. It's all, it's all mystical and it's not physical. No, she has the she has the power of chaos, right? And chaos is a is a universal force, so or a cosmic force. So you think it's physical versus physical, more or less? Yeah, because um, Captain Marvel has has a cause is her powers are from a cosmic force, much like uh, the Silver Surfer has his powers from a cosmic force. I mean, there's there's entities. Dark Phoenix also was a, a cosmic force. Uh, there's entities who who harness the power of cosmic forces, and they're they're some of the more powerful entities in the Marvel universe. The way that Wanda was described to get her powers in WandaVision, she got her powers from a cosmic force. And in the original Captain Marvel movie in the MCU, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, got her powers from a cosmic force. So they're both right. cosmic force beings, right? Yeah. Which one's more? Um... Which one's more powerful? Force? I'm going to say chaos. Think so? Yeah. Power I of entropy. So if, it, I, I think so too, if you know how to harness it. So maybe, maybe she will do a 180 and, and be uber powerful in uh, Doctor Strange. Who knows? So. See, because it's a tie in my mind, I have to go to the actors themselves. Elizabeth Olsen versus Brie Larson. And between the two, then I got to go to the family. Reli- I prefer Brie. Or yeah, I mean Elizabeth, not Brie. Between the two, I got to go to the family fortunes on who's more powerful. Because let's face it, in Hollywood, it's money that's power. And uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> is, you know, her family with the Olsen twins, billionaires before they were 18. I mean, they're pretty good. But on the other hand, Brie's had her own movie. So I don't know, guys. And she's got her own YouTube channel and everything. So again, it's a toss up. I can't go one way or the other. 
It would be close. Let's take, let's call it a draw for now. We'll get we'll get uh, Jason or no we'll get James to uh, no we won't call the talk no we no, won't yeah no yeah, we we'll won't talk to him what else week. you got this week all right fine um man dang James is gonna be so disappointed so um, when is he not I've got Star Wars news featuring Gal Gadot what In, yeah. There is a rumor out there that uh, Gal Gadot will be playing a Sith princess in a new Star Wars movie. I don't believe it. Uh, apparently, she is on her way in there. According, uh, according to who? According to you said the okay, Daily Mail. One, we're done. No, yeah, right. No, it comes from a YouTuber called Mike uh, Zero. Yeah, we're done. Uh, They've had they've had accurate scru- uh, scoops in the past. Well, I can I can uh, throw dice and call a six every once in a while too. I'm good deal. Okay. So so wait a minute. If this is the the Kevin Feige Star Wars movie, which still is under development right now, you have Gal Gadot who is Wonder Woman, right? Yep. Am, am I remembering Gal Gadot correctly? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, you that's are. her. Yes. So you have Wonder Woman coming over to Disney. Under a movie, and I don't know if this is true or not, but let's just say it is, under a movie that's produced by Kevin Feige, who is the owner and the uh, head of all things Marvel or Disney. Mm -hmm. And so not only would Gal Gadot be a Disney princess, she would be a Marvel superhero. So not only is Wonder Woman a DC superhero, and some would say the best of the DCEU, even if that exists anymore or not, but she would come over and then be one of the best in Marvel too. So, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, Still don't now, believe it. Now it's supposed, supposedly going to be a Disney plus, uh, affair. Um, not a full blown theater release. Did you say uh, affair because you think you have a shot with Gal Gadot? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> that you could have I, an I, affair with her? No, 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 no. You're confusing me with, uh, with James. James thinks he has a shot with Gal. Uh, Gal, baby, call me. Oh my God. That's, All right. That's what we would hear. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. It'd be kind of interesting. I'm okay with it. So what you're saying here, Rob, is yeah. that you have three news stories on a sci-fi podcast and uh-huh. two of them were comic book based, which should be on your other show, smoking and we, drinking in capes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, see, no, see, James is uh, James, James never is brings charge. news. So yeah, James is in charge of the news on that show, and he has yet to bring any news. Yeah. Um, so you know, I have to do it here. Um, Normally, okay, so, it's it's a three for three for superhero news on this show. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. that he had something that Some wasn't superhero. Stuff? Yeah, I had this some week, science so. stuff. Okay, so you didn't go into ingenuity being recorded audio-wise by Percy Perseverance, the rover there. You didn't have anything about the Long March rocket core stage coming down on Earth and almost killing a half oh, a the, billion the China, Americans? Yeah, the China, the China rocket. Of course Yeah, he didn't. you didn't have anything about that. No. No. Okay, so the China rocket came down. Everything's good. It burned up in the atmosphere like it was supposed to. First off, why were they concerned whether or not it was going to burn up in the atmosphere like it was supposed to? It was Chinese-made, which means it's probably made of plastic, tinfoil, and um, duct tape. And what? there was no, 
Oh, Chinese stuff is crap. See, Sorry, China. Rob, you're missing the point here. This is where you bring the aliens in. The aliens come and they coat it with their Uber uh, on obtainium. And so it oh, doesn't burn up. And the it aliens ends up from Venus. Yeah. And it ends up yeah. being a projectile that is going to make a deep impact in the earth. So you oh. missed your chance. Oh. Oh, you know what? And I like the uh, sci-fi movie reference that you put oh in there with Deep Impact. Oh yeah, this see? great. I mean, I'm thinking you need a substitute here to come up with news that sci-fi you're, really right. You're, hey, you you're encouraging you him, and please stop. If you want to write my, if you want to be my news writer, we can talk. I tried that, and I was laughed out of your Discord. No, you were <laughs> not. Not by me. Not by me. Who's ready for a pod crawl? How much time did we waste? Uh, 20 minutes? That's not bad. Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. O is a book, an alien race that looks like an octopus fucked anger from the film Inside Out while wearing Princess Leia earmuffs and basically Rob from another planet. O is very excited that they will be subjugating the people of Earth soon, so they can colonize the planet. Besides, what's a little forced relocation to the outback of Australia when put up against the bigger picture of the book really wanting to take over Earth? The book, despite insisting they are the peaceful race who turns the other cheek and runs away in the face of conflict, decimate the planet with their advanced gravity weapons and vacuum-based incarceration drones. Once all of humanity has been placed on the reservation, the Boov move in, with O throwing a housewarming party that nobody attends. After waiting for hours to see if he has any friends whatsoever, and finding that answer is a resounding, no, he sets out to find the one person who is forced to listen to his inane bullshit because it's their gerb, Kyle. Kyle is a Boovian traffic cop, and when O sends an invitation to him, but accidentally sends it to the entire galaxy, including the alien race that has persistently hunted down the Boov and destroyed every world they've ever inhabited, O is suddenly persona non grata. He gets away with the help of a hovering saucer sled steered by a basketball, but eventually crashes, because it was probably made by Tesla. He hides out in a convenience store, where a young girl is also hiding out after escaping the Boov invasion and having her apartment raided. The girl, called Gratuity and nicknamed Tip because her mom was either a stripper or hated her at birth, traps O in a cooler and is about to make her getaway, but can't because she's only 14 and wrecked her mom's car. O offers to fix it, so she reluctantly lets him out. He makes a few minor modifications using convenience store food and drink, and some blatant rip-offs from Back to the Future, and makes the car into a slushy-fueled hover car of the future. Tip wants to find her mom, and O says that they can find where she's being held at the Boof headquarters in Paris, so across the Atlantic they go, with O taking a pit stop to swim along the way. They make it to Paris where they learn that O's party invitation has alerted the Gorg to the Boof's location, and they only have a matter of minutes to log into O's email account to rescind the invitation, or they will all be destroyed. O, however, isn't worried as he's IT, so he cracks his knuckles and types in his incredibly long password and totally fucks it up because he's in IT and had the caps lock on. The second try succeeds and disaster is averted. But the book want his blood anyway, because reasons, and Tip and O are on the run again. They manage to find where in Australia Tip's mom is, so they file into the floating fiesta and head halfway around the world. However, somewhere around Southeast Asia, they are intercepted by the Gorg, who are after the universe's biggest calamari platter, and they manage to take down a drone before getting disabled themselves. 
Checking the downed drone reveals a magical Uber chip that O can use to fix their hover car, generate unlimited energy, and make paninis, so they are back on the road to Australia in record time. They find the human reservation, which is a sick joke of white picket fences and colorful houses in circular plots like they are farming for suburbia, and they locate the farm plot where her mom resides. The Bov are evacuating Earth, so O decides to abandon Tip and get the fuck out of Dodge. Tip, so close to her mom but still searching for a needle in a haystack, has finally given up hope and finds a place to die in peace. O, back on the colony ship, uses the Deus Ex Uber chip to get away from the Gorg mothership, who decides to chew up Earth instead. O gets crowned greatest boob of them all, and realizes that it was the boob, not the Gorg, who were the bad guys, something the audience realized about 10 seconds in. He heads back to Earth to help Tip find her mom, and then immediately conscripts them to help him deal with the Gorg threat. He knows why the Gorg have wanted to wipe the galaxy with the boob, since the boob, as the evil dickholes of the universe, stole all the Gorg children, and have been using them as fashion accessories. O presents the future Gorg generations as a peace offering, and seems to make a sacrifice that the movie immediately takes back, and makes peace with the starfish in a power suit that is decorated with the skulls of the conquered. The Gorg leave, the Bov learn to cohabitate with humans, and Rollo and Tip throw a basher to celebrate the end of this god-awful movie, credits. Alright, 2015's Home. We are finally getting through this movie. Um, animated by DreamWorks. This came out the same year as, as Inside Out. Uh, I think Inside Out was a much better movie. Not really sci-fi, more, more psychology, that movie. What did you guys think? Uh, just so your initial impressions. So I, I for one, I, I am really glad that DreamWorks decided to give Rayana a uh, music video. Um, it was very, very nice of them uh, to allow her to have all of her music playing throughout this movie. <laughs> It was a lot of Rihanna and J Lo music, was but all, I mean, you it would, was all Rihanna and J Lo. Yes. You would expect that, right? I mean, you've got two of the of the top music artists in the industry in your movie as as voice actresses. Um, you're you're going to expect that you're going to hear some of their music too, and their music is probably they probably made songs created directly for this movie. Oh, Rihanna did. In fact, she has a uh, CD, or she has a. Um, uh, what do you call it? I guess a, a record um, that is titled Home, like the movie. I wanted to mention that uh, one of the pro- music producers on this movie is named Stargate. I wanted to see if that was any relation to SP here. Oh, no. No, you're not going to stick any of this badness on me whatsoever. <laughs> this Are you this sure he inc- didn't like contribute to this movie or maybe some... Somebody in your family contributed? No, just, I, nobody in my family is in show business other than me podcasting. That's as close as we get here. No, none of this is related to me or attributable to me or whatever. This, guys, I I can't believe that this movie made more than it cost to make, allegedly. And to uh, to advertise. Yeah, it, I, it, it made money. So it yeah. box office just, uh box office get, made three hundred and eighty five million against a budget of hundred and thirty five. I don't understand the stupidity of pre pandemic people here in twenty fifteen 
clamoring to see this movie. I don't even understand how JLo still wants her name attached to this. It is, it is so bad. This is, I was like watching this going, am, am I just old or is this movie bad? No, this and movie is yes, bad. It is so, legitimately bad. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do want to say that I thought about you SP while, while watching this movie. Um, that and sounds really fucking creepy. Well, specifically, I thought about him in terms of, I wonder if he asked before he agreed uh, to guest host. I wonder if he asked what the movie was um, and would, said, ah, screw it. Sure, why not? I was supposed and to be his, on a different episode. So this is completely, I think what James and Jason did here is they took a look at me coming on the show and they're like, how can we get back at one of our key listeners? How can we <laughs> stick it to one of our listeners that actually gave us a review on iTunes or Apple podcasts or whatever? How can we make his life so miserable that he is literally pulling out what's left of his hair as he's watching this craptastic movie. The animation was bad. The acting was bad. The writing was terrible. I mean, these these human <laughs> settlements in Australia. Okay, so the Boov just pick up their houses and move them over. What about them? How, what are they eating? What, how are they getting yeah, water? Sure. Where's how the did they sewer get green going? Grass, green grass all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. How, what, if you've ever been into the outback in Australia, which, okay, Al Springs, I've been there. There is nothing there. No, it's, Australia it's, is full of nothing. And then all of a sudden you create the entirety of humanity minus one little 14-year-old girl in one place. That yeah, is yeah, yeah. physically you impossible. Yeah, you didn't know you could fit all of Earth inside of Australia? I think that would tip the, the amount of weight displacement yeah, that that would the, take. Would put it on its axis. The Earth's rotation <laughs> forever. Oh, man. The, you know, it is... I, I did find it quite fitting that, uh, that the aliens decided that Australia would be the place that they would put their unmentionables, uh, seeing as that's how Australia started, right? It was a prison colony for the British. Other than the big things that are going to literally kill you in Australia, it is a great place to go to. I love the accents. I love the people. I love the location. Australia's great. I don't want to go there with the rest of humanity. Keep the rest of humanity out. <laughs> yeah, everything in Australia is poisonous. So it'll either kill you or uh, wish it had killed you. Including Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, did you like it? So I, I liked how uh, they were apparently from uh, Barbados, which is where Rihanna's from. True. Uh, yeah. That way she didn't have to change her accent. I mean, Rihanna really doesn't have much of an accent to begin with. And, but I mean, I can, I can, bit. I can believe that, you know, New York is, is full of, of immigrants, people from other countries. Um, so, I mean, I have no problem with, with her character being from Barbados. That that was not bothersome to me at all. It was the rest of the writing in this movie. And and I don't really blame the actors that were in this movie. I mean, there's some there's some stacked cast in this movie. I mean, Jim Parsons, I'm not a big Jim Parsons fan, but I know a lot of people like him, so I'm I'm going to give him kudos. Uh, he's he's very popular. Rihanna is is a great singer. Steve Martin is I mean, one of the all-time 
uh, great actors and comedians. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is a good actor and, and, and singer. And, and then Matt Jones, who played Badger in, in Breaking Bad, among other things, uh, I recognized him right off. He's got a very distinct voice, and I thought he did a, a good job voice acting on this. I think it was the script that really tore this movie apart and made this movie the dull piece of crap that we had to slog through that it was. I think the animation was okay. I didn't really like the character designs. I thought their wide heads and really far spaced apart eyes threw me off. That that uh, wasn't so pleasing like, to me, but to to me it looked like they took and I'm glad you brought up the inside out and the pod crawl. It, it's like they brought the it, it was like a reject inside out character. Yeah, right? and, and, and like like oh we can't we can't have an octopus guy because it's supposed to be the represent human subconscious personalities. So uh oh hey, let's make a new movie. Really? Send what are we gonna make over it? to I DreamWorks gotcha. and put them in home. I, I got it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, somebody from Pixar they they were playing a prank on DreamWorks. Yeah, and and funny enough, this movie came out a few months before uh, Inside Out. So this this was the movie that was on the scene first. So if anything, I guess you could say Inside Out copied them, but I think they did it better. But even looking at anger from Inside Out, I mean, his his eyes aren't on the far side of his face. I am not four years old, so I just could not get into this animation. The animation was was meant for three to five year olds. It It's not meant for anybody that has any taste with their animation whatsoever. No, I agree. I mean, and I, I, I go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I could get behind the shitty ass animation if the story was good. Well, it wasn't. It, and I kind of question what the demographic of this movie was because the, the main protagonist of the movie um, tip or gratuity or, you know, Stripper glitter, whatever, whatever her name Stripper was. Stripper glitter, I like it. Um, she was fourteen years old. So, but I, I don't know of a fourteen-year-old who is going to go to this movie and and really enjoy it. I mean, that's that's kind of the beginning of their teen angst years. This doesn't seem like a teen angst movie. This seemed like a movie that was targeting seven and eight-year-olds. But I don't know that a seven or eight-year-old is going to uh, relate to a fourteen-year-old girl who's uh, driving across uh, the world to go find their mother. They're there. They're there for the purple alien and the kitty cat. Yeah, but the purple alien was so dumb. Well, no, yes, but Which to a one? seven or eight year old, all of them, yeah. all of. Them. So yeah, I, mean, I guess take yourself back to seven or eight, and I don't know how old you were when uh, "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead" came out, but that was a girl who was, you know, just under age. Uh, that was driving a car wouldn't she shouldn't I think she just had a learner's permit so let's call it 15 right uh-huh. it wasn't targeted to people that were 13 14 and 15 it was targeted to younger people whose perception of younger high schoolers is that and there were they stripped that whole thing out they stripped out anything to do with her real life. There was no real life in there whatsoever. It was just, okay. It's kind of like a flight of the navigator sort of thing where you have somebody come in and uh, it's kind of independent of school and stuff like that. And you can envision what his life was outside the film. And then you 
displace him in terms of time and then he you know fights to get back and that sort of thing kind of like what tip is doing here she's fighting for a regular life back so i can understand that a little bit i just don't understand how they wanted this to appeal to a bunch of people other than like you were saying the casting jim parsons i watched all of big bang theory i know not everybody did i met jim parsons at comic-con in 2011 i know the guy uh, I, not personally or, or anything like that, but I know the actor. I, I, I know what he can do. I think he did a good job voicing the character. I don't think he would have done the character had he known what the script was going to be like or the animation was like. Steve Martin totally loves Steve Martin. I mean, he's in a lot of my favorite movies. Cheaper by the Dozen is just one of many that come to mind, right? And uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez, well, I mean, J-Lo, it's you know, kind of easy on the eyes, that sort of thing. I'm not an entire fan on her, but I know that James, if he was here, would be saying, hey, <laughs> J-Lo. Let me, let me help you. Let me help you out. J-Lo, yeah. baby, call me. Oh. That's what he would be saying. Yes. So, oh. yeah, I call get me. that. Yeah. It wouldn't it's be just, an episode of Saddest if we didn't have a restraining order. It would not, yeah. <sighs> Against him who's not even here. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but Oh, I just channeled him. I channeled him. And, and uh, you know, maybe it's a good thing he's not here because we would have to be stopping um, every uh, 30 seconds for him to go use the restroom. Uh, apparently he is getting, yeah, white he's castled. a little under the weather right now. Yeah. He got I, white castled. <laughs> I, I heard, I heard. Yeah. All that. He's having fun. Uh, yeah. And not he's, here. He's As a matter of fact, I, I think he's getting he, off I, easy. He might, he might, he actually might've rather been here to watch the movie that I don't know. We'll have to ask him. I Home don't know. Or I, white castle. Which one? I, I don't know. No, I, I don't even, th- I wouldn't have bought it. You know, if this movie, if my kids like this movie, it, it's one of the few, I used to buy everything VHF D- DVD for my kids. I wouldn't have bought this. I would have said, no, that's not coming in my house. It is not touching my VCRs or my DVD or my Blu-ray pro- players. Sorry. We're not watching this. And yet I purchased it on Apple to watch it for this podcast. I mean, oh, you, you made me do said something. something. Just not good. Should have said something. Uh, James uh, has it on his uh, Plex. Or no, Jason has it on his Plex. Oh my God. Why are people doing this? That's three times in a week. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm sorry, Jason. Um, So, you know, we say this movie is shit. um, But apparently it wasn't too shitty because uh, Netflix made four seasons worth of an animated show for it in 2016, 17, and 18. Yeah, but you notice that Jim Parsons and Rihanna did not reprise their roles. Yeah, nobody's attached to it except for, uh, what's his name? Matt Jones. Um, Yeah, Matt Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody is attached to it at all. But, you know, it made 52 episodes. Well, I mean, this was also during the time that you could, you know, toss a a script on the back of a napkin towards Netflix and they would give you three seasons and a movie. That's that's true. They were they were trying to get their uh, get their foot in the door. Yeah. So they they, around that time, Netflix put up a bunch of series and movies that weren't worth anything either. I don't know. I just recently got Netflix. Really? You didn't uh, have it back when you could pass back and forth DVDs in the mail? 
Oh no no! I, so I did have I do have DVDs, uh, but I just recently got the uh, the streaming side of it. Something about COVID um, kind of did that to me. Yeah, kids were get, kids were getting kids were getting bored. Wife was getting bored uh, because there was nothing playing on. You know, there was no new stuff. So it's like, can we get Netflix? So sure. your wife wasn't right. just bored with you being in the house. Well, that too, that too, yeah. but we don't talk about that. I mean, one of the writers to this did was an executive producer on How to Train Your Dragon, right? There, there is some pedigree to this movie, and I started searching for what these people did. Like the director was Tim Johnson, what he did in the past, just to try to find out what went wrong with this movie, and. Maybe it's DreamWorks. I mean, DreamWorks has had some good stuff, but maybe they were just in a in a bind where they were going, we need to put out something to compete with Disney and Pixar and the stuff that's coming out. So let's look at what we can do here. And this was just, it, it did not hit me on any level. The, like I said, the writing was bad. It wasn't believable whatsoever. Uh, the animation was down to really young people. The The story itself, I mean, the plot where Captain Smeg is just its total idiot, right? And you can play that up. You could play that to your benefit. But this every time he was on screen, I'm like, Steve Martin, I like you. But yeah, Captain Smeg, you just yeah. got to go. Yeah, that was a that was yeah. that that character was was nothing but a, a cringeworthy moment. I mean, every time he opened his mouth. He he was the biggest dumbass on the screen every time he was on the screen. No matter who yeah. was up there, including O, which was supposed to be, you know, this this kind of Mr. Magoo type character that just bumble fucks his way through life. It, it, yeah, it was it was Steve Martin's character, the 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 king of idiots, who was the biggest idiot on the screen every time he was on there. And I, I don't know. I mean, DreamWorks animation has always been an also ran to me because there's only a few DreamWorks animated movies that that I remember and that I actually, you know, bothered to go see because they looked okay. The Shrek movies are okay. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon was good. Other than that, I really don't remember. Did they do Kung Fu Panda and that whole thing. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. They did Kung Fu Panda, uh, Monsters versus Aliens. So I was looking uh, because when you brought that up, SP, about you know maybe they were hurting for something. Um, So Home came out in 2015. Just prior to that, they had Penguins of Madagascar, How to Train Your Dragon Two, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, uh, The Crudes, and Turbo. Um, Yeah. I didn't like so, any of those. Yeah. Now, right after Home, they had uh, the next couple of years, they had Kung Fu Panda 3, Trolls, Boss Baby, Captain Underpants. I didn't like any no. of those. Yeah. So they've kind of, they really haven't had anything other than maybe How to Train Your Dragon. You know, that's that's actually been a pretty decent, um, pretty decent thing. I've watched those because uh, the kids like the like the dragon thing. Yeah. So looking at their filmography, the ones that I actually like out of, you know, the what almost 20 films that they've got on this list are Uh, 39 so far. Well, I mean, 20 released, but they're, those include like, um, 
those include sequels too. Oh, so, gotcha. Gotcha. uh, just off of their franchises, which extends from the Prince of Egypt all the way to Captain Underpants. Uh, I like Shrek. The, the first couple of Shreks, I think, uh, I think after the second one, they kind of sucked. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. I liked the first one. The second one was okay. I haven't seen the third because at that point I was done. Um, and how to train your dragon. The first and second ones of those was good. I wasn't real fond of the third one. I thought the third one was really, really dull. So let's take a quick look at the, the essence, the heart of the plot here. It's found family and screw ups that do good. Right. So I was thinking in my head, what sort of animation does this from an alien perspective And my mind, right or wrong, went to Lilo and Stitch. So right after mm-hmm. I watched this movie as a palate cleanser, I rewatched Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. There, wow. There are complete differences between the two because and you're Lilo not talking and about Stitch all- is good. No, yeah. It's it, it is a lot better than this. It is a lot better than this. I'll give you that. In fact, is Lilo and Stitch on the, on the list? No. We need to put it on the list. Oh, Don't blame add, me for that. And add Stargate Pioneer as the uh, as the uh, requester. <sighs> hey, you brought it up. It, I brought it, it up, happens. but I did not request it. I was hey, just using it as an example. But uh, see, I've done the same thing, and my name gets attached to it. <sighs> well, you know who brought up that, the, uh, that this has a series on Netflix? That was wrong. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't. So it's going yeah, on the list as well. It. No, don't, don't, good job, don't, Rob. Come on. Oh, I will unsubscribe from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you Rob, if you else. force me to put Lilo and Stitch on here, All right, home, home the series is going on here as well. Lilo and Stitch is a better movie to review for this podcast than Home is. It yeah. is a better yeah. writing. It's better performances. It's uh, the animation is is early two thousands, so it's not. It's kind of like the Titan AE animation it's before which is a two- good one too i want to watch that yeah that on right i thought about that That's one on too list. good good and the found family storyline and the screw-ups doing good is much better in that movie than this and well I can't- and it's multiple screw-ups you know it's it's the it's all the rejects isn't it in that one or is that the second one yeah well has- you have the mad scientist that makes stitch to begin with or right. 66 yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call it you have the uh historic the earth historian that is now in charge of this mad scientist trying to corral stitch on earth you have stitch himself who's a screw-up you have lilo who's a screw-up and causes all sorts of stuff for her sister who's just trying to do good but cannot have anything go right and then you've got this ex-cia officer who's in child protective services it's just a hilarious mix it works and the story isn't bloated for anything you don't have uh necessarily bad music in there or, or not bad music you don't have music that's forced to be in there for any reason and I realize in an animation feature, music is a big thing. Like if you can make a hit song that will really take some of the oh, hurt yeah. out of the yeah. movie and Lilo and Stitch really didn't have it. It just had a saying, Ohana means family. Family means nobody is left behind or forgotten. That's the essence of the show. This show is like, I, I, I can't tell you what it's really about other than, oh, we had bad, terrible things happen. And you had this incompetent leader that was, uh, able to be thwarted it's not really thwarted just found out on earth 
by these incompetent people and everything is made to be better. But what happens to Earth? At, what happens at the end? I have no idea. So with Lilo and Stitch, you actually get a universe that works. With this, it's like you, you have the whole universe coming to Earth at the end and you know Earth isn't going to do well. It's it, Earth is going to get blown up from all this. Yeah. So, so I, you know, with the amount of shushing the captain did, I don't think those babies would be surviving. It's shaken baby syndrome. Yeah, it's yeah. They're all something. gonna. They're all gonna have concussions yeah. and and long term. Yeah. 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 So long-term entire from entire civilization. Yeah, killed an entire race just like uh, Grogu was trying to do in yep. The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, the the Boove in this movie turned out to be the ultimate antagonist, right? They're, they're the ones that are the aggressors the at the yeah. beginning. They're the bad ones who the are, are taking over... Um, taking over planets to, to, to invade and colonize. I it's, it's the gore knowing who, full well, knowing full well that the gore are going to show up. Right. Right. So like, Oh, we'll get away. And then somehow they always show up. You would think after the second, third, uh, rendition of this, you know, that they're, you know, we're not contacting them. How are they finding us? You'd quit going to planets. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but they're idiots. So they, they didn't catch well, on yeah. to the pattern there. But yeah, it's it's the Gorg who are, are framed as the big bad of the movie, but you don't see them until the first and the last of the movie. And it turns out that the Gorg are just trying to save their species because the dickholes of the universe stole all their children. Yeah. Baby stealers. <laughs> nice callback nice callback all right sp i've got a question for you what's that so is home this this alien invasion uh from a bunch of idiots which shows that even uh, a race full of robs can can invade your planet so lock up your your women and your children is this more sci-fi than 112263? Well, let's see here. Home has a bunch of drug-induced writers and story plot that makes flying cars work out of uh, slushy machine juice and uh, has a bunch of unrealistic relocation technology and uh, a, a leader that is absolutely inept versus a closet that can send you into the past. And guys, I, I just, I, I hate to do this here, but I got to say that 112263 is more sci-fi than home. <laughs> Perfect. Well, more plausible, pl- more plausible sci-fi for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, I think Bad Max is more sci-fi than Home. Oh, th- <laughs> you take that back. Uh, no, I, I won't. I think Snowpiercer is a better movie than Home. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I mean, just as... Uh, I, I just... I... I, uh, I I'm 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 lost for words. I'm usually not a lost for words. You know, when Jason told me this is the movie that 
I signed up to do this week. I'm like, okay, are, are, are you sure we talking about the same one? He's like, okay. So, you know, I'm watching it going, oh my gosh, the only thing I remember from this movie is the commercial with Jim Parsons saying, oh, my hands are in the air. Like I do not care. Right. That, that yeah, was the commercial. Right, yeah. yeah. That, it's like the one good mo- line in the whole movie and you're, and you're watching it going, okay, so I guess I am watching the right thing. And I'm just going, this is, this, I, I don't, there's not enough alcohol in my house for me to sit through this and make legitimate notes for this show. Cause I usually, I try, I try. I mean, I reviewed the rescuers on another podcast earlier this year. And I just can't do this with, with this seriously. This is, it shouldn't have been on your list. I'm, I, I'm blaming Jason. That's okay. You got me back. You got me back. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to, but yeah. <laughs> All right, Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? I do. This one is titled Boove. Purple Aliens. Nothing but Rihanna songs. This movie was dumb. Yeah, that sums up the movie. It does. I, literally, that is the entire plot right there in one haiku. Yeah. I like it. All right, final thoughts? The movie or the haiku? <laughs> the haiku, I, I would established, hope. Yeah. I do not yeah. like this movie. No, I, yeah, I don't. No, no. no, this movie sucked. Final thoughts before we get to awards? No, please. Just go. All right. Who's got awards for us this week? Yes. Yes. All right, Rob, who's got your Black Lung Award? Doc Cottle. This is a fucking kids movie. There is no smoking. No. I'll go with Kyle. I mean, he's the one who thought he blew up the car to begin with. I mean, that's smoking something. True, true. Okay, all right. At the gas station, you know, he had his little gun filled with whatever. I I, want to say it was slushy juice in there, but I don't know. Radiator bubbles, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. he blew up the cars. Kyle, he was the one who gets the the, the Black Lung Award. He was just trying to get a password. (laughs) So mine's going to go to Doc Cottle. Um, I didn't didn't do an explosion this week. Uh, It's going to go honorary to Doc Cottle. I, I tried not to think about this movie as much as possible, so... Didn't Doc Cottle have two or three c- cigarettes in his mouth at one time on the screen? I think he did. <laughs> Maybe. He could. He I mean, he was just, it it's him. hard to see because he was just haloed by a cloud of smoke. So <laughs> In the med bay of yeah. the Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. 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 All right, SP, who's got your head lush? Uh, the head lush? Head lush? I, I think the head lush would be... Uh, it would be the freaking director of this monstrosity, Tim Johnson, because he had to have been drinking the entire time when he was putting this thing together. Good call. Good call. Rob. I gave it to uh, captain Smeck, uh, not for drinking, but for huffing footballs. Yeah. You don't know what's in huff- those footballs. You don't know, but apparently he likes it. Because he has a football caddy with him at all times. Um, mine's going to go to Richard Dawson, honorary Richard Dawson Award. So um, 
You're not yeah. being very creative. I'm Jason. not. I I'm not. This, this movie sucked all the, the creativity out of me. So <laughs> He used all his creativity on making a halfway decent pod crawl. I did I, enjoy the pod crawl. I didn't mention it because he ran right through it. But yeah, I, I did enjoy the pod crawl. <laughs> uh, S, or Rob, who has your player award this week? Oh, I, I gave it to uh, Smek again, uh, mostly for just playing all of the boove as him being the best boove, even though he was the dumbest boove. Um, yeah, he was, yeah, he was the best one. He was playing everyone. All right. SP player award. I can go several different ways here. Hmm, I wanted to go smack, but we'll save him for the next one. And I will go for Jennifer Lopez. Lucy Tusi. I I will give her the player award for trying to do anything and everything to get her daughter back in the relocation camps. Oh, so you think uh, you think she gave out a little a few favors to get information about her daughter? She wanted her daughter back so bad. Wouldn't you? I mean, if you really wanted your daughter back that bad, wouldn't you try anything that you knew? That's an interesting take. Yeah, you knew she was doing something in there. And the fact that, you know, based on the naming of her daughter and the the past that we're speculating about, especially since she had a bunch of stripper glitter in her house because That's true. Tip she used recognized it. it. Yeah, Tip used it as, as part of her trap. I'm not going to take anything away from somebody that wants to go from one country to this country for opportunities that exist. Not saying anything about what those opportunities are, but the <laughs> opportunities exist. All right. So that's an interesting take. Uh, mine's going to go to Pig uh, because uh, at the, in the end, uh, Pig, you know, really, really bonded with, uh, with O. Uh, he was all over O from the beginning of the movie after they met. And uh, I think at the end, he kind of won O over. So Pig's going to get my player award. Cat Pig. Yep. It's the only reason why O came back wasn't wasn't for friendship. It was for Pig. It was for Pig. Yeah, they they had a they had a thing going. They had they had a moment. All right, SP, who's got your purple hippo? My purple hippo is going to Captain Smack for thinking that he can pull this over on the entire universe. I mean, come on, he was smoking some. He sat there at the negotiation table and he ran away with the entirety of the new civilization of whatever race that is of flying starfish or, or whatever it is i will give it to captain smack he was just he he was out of his gourd whenever i don't know if it was the footballs that he was huffing or if it was the weber grills that he had on his head as a helmet i have no idea what was causing him to do all this but just the simple running away from a negotiation when for no reason whatsoever, other than he was a chicken, was just, yeah, it, it, it made this whole thing possible, and uh, it was just bad. Rob? Um, I'm giving it to you. Uh, Me? For putting the shit, yeah, I'm giving it to you for putting the shit on the list and thinking it was worthy of us reviewing. It's Good sci-fi. Call, it's sci-fi. No. It goes on the list. No. I, no. It's a drug-fueled fantasy of no. Tim... <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, mine's going to go to Smeg as well because that dude was on bath salts. That's that that explains everything. The paranoia, he was the wearing the shit salts. on his head, the eating the fucking footballs. Yeah, it's bath salts. All right, so this is the point where we have to uh pick a new movie 
Uh, SP, you're the guest, so we're going to let you pick the number and tell me when to stop. What number are you picking this week? You've got oh. your choice between one and, since Rob... 150 or 154? Yeah, or I'm, I'm like getting that. that. Rob decided to uh, screw up the spreadsheet and re... Uh, oh, so he was doing IT stuff? It, so, yeah. No, yeah. no, I was trying to figure out who I had to blame this movie for. Cause, <laughs> then, yeah. So you have, uh, you have your choice between 1 and 154. I don't know. Uh, I, I just want to pick a good number for you all. Uh, I, I don't know. 37. 37. All right. Tell me when to stop. Me or Rob? You. No, you. You. Oh, oh my God. You're going to yeah, put yeah, it see, all on me. It's all on you. So if you pick Let's call crap, it sweet revenge. It's revenge for this, for make, oh for us making gosh. you do it. And yeah. James will be back next week. He will. Oh, so, well, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. maybe. Have, I, have I made him maybe click enough? The, have, have I made a click? No, no, Is no, he you, still clicking? No, seriously. Um, I have gone for like three minutes. Oh my God, I hate both of you. <laughs> And 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 he does it. Stop. Well, he is. He acts like he does it. I don't know if he really does. He really does. Yeah. yeah. I've been wondering about the magic behind that. And then we sit here and we wait. Oh, it's instantaneous on this. It is. It is. He's just got it ready to go. <laughs> there's been some. Uh, oh, there's. Been All time, right. Well, we've so, picked like four times before. Oh no. I'm sorry, Rob. So nope. This one's a this it one's a film. So that. next week we will be talking about a movie where a soldier wakes up in someone else's body and discovers he's part of an experimental government program to find the bomber of a commuter train within eight minutes. Mm. It stars Jake oh, Gyllenhaal, oh. Yeah, Michelle yeah, yeah, yeah. Monaghan, and Eagle Vera Eye. Farmiga. I'm sorry. Is it Eagle Eye? No, this is 2011's no. Source Code. Source Code, that's what it is. Okay. I liked this one. I've never seen this one. It's pretty mm. it's pretty good. Right. It's well, it's but it's better than Home. It would it would be okay. hard pressed to be worse than Home. <laughs> well, look, I'm just going off of things we know so far. <laughs> yeah, you guys have you reviewed some really, yeah, Space Truckers. Do you Ooh. think it's better than Space Truckers? Do you, do you think Home is better than Space Truckers? I would oh, say that no. Home is better than Space Truckers. Or not, no, no, not would, better than Space Truckers. I would yeah. watch Space Truckers again over watching Home. Yes, I would too. And I hate Home Space Truckers. Home was so truckers. bad. Honestly, Home was so bad. After it was done, I took a nap. I did too. <laughs> I was so tired. I was like, God, this sucks. And I took a nap. I probably should have, but I watched Lilo and Stitch instead. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank thank you you very much, SP, for for joining us and sitting in for James. Where can we find you and uh, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D.? So you can find Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all the other podcasts I do, like Better Podcasting and Gunna Geek Show, over at the Gunna Geek Network, which you can find at GunnaGeek.com. That's G-O-N-N-A. G-E-E-K dot com. All right. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music so is Snack Mix by Machette. Right if you now, like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback can, on our Discord can, channel uh, at smoking and drinking in space.com forward slash Discord. Good at it, though. On Twitter at status underscore podcast. You can email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smoking and drinking in space.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, chuckled. I am Jason. Yes, I'm listening to you, dipshit. I am surprised you didn't crack on that. I got SP. 
<laughs> you did. I was I was trying to listen to you. I, I, I could hardly hear him from time to time. Yeah, you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, SP, for joining us, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. <laughs>